Hi everyone, and welcome to Little Victories. In this week's episode, Corn and Pierre share their Oscars prediction and rave about the new Bob Odenkirk movie. They also ask each other some of the famous 36 questions to fall in love. Corn talks about the thrill of watching UFC fights. Pierre recalls another strange event involving cars. And they also share their progress on their goals to a healthier lifestyle. Enjoy the show. Hello, Corn. Hello, Pierre. I think you already made that voice. Ah, fuck. Hello, Pierre. Ooh, very deep. Mm. Yes. Um, I talked to you yesterday, and you told me that you would be awake this night to watch mm-hmm. a UFC fighting match at what? Yes. Five a.m. Three a.m. It was five a.m. It was five a.m. First question: Did you do it, or did you chicken out? Uh, yes, I did. I watched it. All right. And now tell me, why is it nice to watch a UFC match at 5 a.m.? Why, why do you like it so much? Uh, that's an excellent question. And then a, a question actually I answered yesterday because I met up with a friend and uh, he asked me about like what I like to watch recently because of, you know, what do I do for keeping a sane mind during the pandemic? And the answer is... The UFC has done a great job promoting their fights because what they do is now they don't promote the events really, but they make almost documentary-like segments on the backstories of the fighters. So if you start, and they promote it widely on like podcasts. So the podcast that I listen to, they always talk about fighters, so I kind of got into it a bit. And then the UFC puts out those great, well-produced storylines and uh, documentaries on the people the fighters behind it so once you watch those you feel like you know the people and if you know if you feel like you know the people you're gonna watch them fight other people so now i'm into it and now i i know like a bunch of backstories and i really enjoy watching those fights yeah so it's almost like watching a tv show like it's kind of story based or is it just you watch it mainly for the sport, but now you have a bit more background about who those guys are? Kind of, yeah, it went the other way around. So, like, now I, I started watching it for kind of the storyline, like who dislikes who, who's a really nice guy, who has, like, a crazy backstory. And now who's that I started really watching... Nice guy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a very nice people. And uh, now that I... Uh, watch it more regularly i start getting kind of into the sport itself so getting to know about what kind of shit you can do and um, the scoring system and uh yeah the the just the sport behind it and also how the fighters train how they eat that sort of stuff i I get into it i find it interesting did you went to sleep super excited and could not wait to wake up at 5 a.m. or did you have to put an alarm clock at like 5 a.m. and they were like, uh, I guess I have to watch that. <laughs> no, I, I put an alarm clock because uh, I had I, I have no trouble sleeping. I, I drank a couple of beers yesterday. Corn. Yes, when I drink a couple of beers, you know me, I'm uh, out, out like a light, if that's how they say it. <laughs> 
and uh, and uh, I had no trouble falling asleep. And then woke up at around four, and I got all excited. I was like, "Oh yeah, four. But then I remembered, "Oh no, the the main fights are at five, so I went back <laughs> to sleep, and I had the alarm wake me up. A very Christmas Eve, uh, <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah. Um, you can do the same tonight for the Oscar, Oscar simmer ceremony. You know what? You're not. There's not a ceremony, right? Like they're just like, ah, here's the winners. Enjoy. Is there like a, a monologue in the beginning and bits and segments and sketches? Uh, I have no idea, but my company organized uh, some kind of competition to predict who's going to be the winner, and I participated. Ah. So if I win, I can win big on this one. Well, it's what are you going to win? Really, really make a, a change in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah? How much? How much are we talking? We're talking about not money, but like items. What kind of items? Like... Uh, The company like mouse pad. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> T-shirt. <laughs> We are talking about TV, which costs oh. 800 euros. Okay, GoPro. well, you've got a better TV. Yeah, GoPro camera, Beamer. That's nice. Oh, really? Yeah. They give out those items to the one winner? No, so it's like, like it, it, it's uh, brackets. So the okay. first, the first one will get, I think, the TV, and then the next five will get that thing, and then the next ten, and then I think at the end it's just Amazon voucher. The TV is better than the Beamer. Yes, I think it's this like kind of a LED Beamer. You know yeah. the one that like is like yay big, <laughs> the size of my hand. Just yeah, like yeah, big, right. <laughs> <laughs> not really like it's just a cool gadget, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, I I was thinking about buying one of those beamers, so yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So uh, anyway, it's it's exciting. It's a competition. I'm gonna win. Do you, uh, who's uh, who, who's your pick? Like, who are you sure is gonna win an Oscar, and who are you not so, okay, too sure about? Best movie is gonna be Nomadland. Like, that's done deal. Right? Did you watch it? No. I'm right. gonna watch it tonight. Anyway. Sure. I didn't like it too much. The my <laughs> my biggest question, like the the big question mark, is about the best actor, because I know that it, <laughs> like five months ago everyone s said it's gonna be Chadwick Chadwick Boseman because never got an Oscar, died recently. And doing a great performance in that uh, what's it? Rainy's Black Bottom. Yes. Um, but I I picked Anthony Hopkins. Ah, uh, you recently watched The Father, right? I recently watched The Fa Father, and it was so good, so impressive. I said, like, maybe I don't know. It's gonna be like, of course, like the old white man who already have an Oscar winning against a recently diseased talentous young black man I know it's not it's not gonna be happening but I don't know I feel like something tells me that this is gonna be a surprise uh what was the other movie that was um fuck the This one about the black fuck. panthers No, no, the uh, the one about the Black Panthers. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, 
Oh shit, I forget. It's Daniel Kaluuya and uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. Both uh, who I really like. But what was weird was that they didn't put Daniel Kaluuya in the... Uh, in the... What's it called? Not supporting... Uh, lead, lead actor category. But mm -hmm. they put him in the supporting actor category. Which was a bit weird. But I think he might win that one. He was really good at it. Then again, I didn't watch The Father, so I don't know. Maybe there's a good uh, supporting actor or actress there. The, I watched the, the the Father, and it was like it was an emotional wreck. Like damn, I when that movie ended, I was drained. Like I, I just went to sleep and couldn't sleep. I was just like, oh wow. Well, you told me that uh, <laughs> I should watch it when I'm in a good emotional state and not. Uh, It's that one. It the, the 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 movie is I'm not gonna say anything about the story, but the movie end up being so down to earth and like so brutally honest that you feel like there's no hope or anything left. It's just like this like cold, cold reality. When everything else is like removed, you just have this that remains, and that's I don't know. It's just like feel like you're like <laughs> just like whatever you do, you're fucking alone. You know, <laughs> you just feel like Jesus oh. Christ. Yeah, <laughs> sounds a, exactly uh, like a movie I want to watch during a uh, pandemic time. It's a tough watch, <laughs> very tough watch. You know what was so. not a tough watch? No. Oh. <laughs> We watch at the same time the, a little movie called Nobody uh, oh. with leading actor Bob Odenkirk. What a fucking magical ride. Ah, so good. I was so pumped. Like that movie did everything right. Like yeah. everything. everything. They, know, they understand the audience. Exactly. They understand the audience. You're like, all right. We know what you want to see. <laughs> like the the biggest kind of uh, uh, question you want to have in a movie is how did that guy become that crazy good at what he's doing? And when is he going to show it? And then you're not disappointed. And like the, the, the soundtrack is fucking awesome. Like everything yeah. just fit perfectly. I mean, it's in the end, like I, I watch it with uh, Quentin and... Mm. Uh, <laughs> We, we both loved it but in the end his only comment was like ah finally a movie with a strong female cast ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man Kanzai has some very strong jokes um yeah it's a very like man 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 action movie like Put the woman and the children in safely in the basement because there's some manly stuff happening upstairs. I mean, what a what, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, but uh, you, you want to see Bob Odenkirk beat up a bunch of people? Yeah, and then you said like, you know what? I love this movie, but I, I wish Christopher Lloyd w made one more movie, and you just have it. <laughs> It's there. He's there somehow. <laughs> uh. You know what would cool like if we had a John Wick type movie, but with another actor. All right, okay, <laughs> I can do that. You're like, ah, oh, sweet, <laughs> perfect. It's just candy. This is like this movie yeah. is like a snack. Just like, 
But oh, by the way, this movie is one hour and a half long. It's just yeah. like quick. It's yeah, it's just it's a drug. Like it's really like just uh. it's cocaine. It's pure cocaine. Just have it and you feel like super pumped for like one and a half hour and then you want to watch it again. Without giving too much away, it was kind of like a home alone for grown ups. Yeah. For sure. At one point. They was just like, oh okay. <laughs> and <laughs> RZA is in the movie, which is always uh, not not the best sign. And <laughs> what I was a bit surprised, like that movie is the Equalizer. Like it's the same. Did you watch that movie, The Equalizer? I watched the first one, but not the second one. It's exactly the same scenes, like, like story wise, but also like the settings and also like the enemy. It's like the same type of Russian mob. It's the same, like, Bob Odenkirk works in this kind of warehouse thing, exactly like in The Equalizer. The last things occur in that warehouse thing, it's just exactly like The Equalizer. And, like, you have all of these scenes where it's just, like, a perfect one-to-one match. And I don't mind it because I, I prefer that movie to The Equalizer. But I was like, that's weird, like, that they just decided to go along with this exactly same story. Yeah. I don't know. I felt I felt it was like interesting. <laughs> um it was a long time ago that I watched the Equalizer, so I'm not too sure about it. I just know Denzel Washington is awesome. Yes. Uh, so that's all I can say to that. Alright. But yeah. Anyway, if you watch I think The Father and then right after that you rewatch Nobody. <laughs> You you can go balance to sleep, it. yeah. Balance it and uh, okay. yeah. What is like uh, the opposite movie of the father? Like the happy, the happy equivalent that makes you just super super happy. I feel like Little Miss Sunshine is a good good uh-huh. guess because Little Miss Sunshine like starts a bit bleak, mm. and then you have this kind of like wholesome feeling coming through rushing like it's like incrementing and then in the end is the like big firework like it's not pure happiness <laughs> it's just like happiness. yeah exactly you have like a lot of different feelings but in the end like you feel motivated you feel hopeful the father is the exact opposite you start being intrigued you feel like oh you have this happening and this and then slowly it's like Oh, no, it's just... Uh, all right, yeah. Okay. I Does get he get cancer? No. Oh, okay. Does he have a son who is uh, who doesn't like him anymore? No. Damn it. Okay, I should... Maybe I, I'm just going to watch the movie. You should definitely watch it. Like, it's extremely clever in the way it's the the subject that... Which is dementia. Like, that's the, the subject. Ah, Oh, that's why I recently saw like on my Instagram Discover feed a um a message from Anthony Hopkins about dementia. And I was like, why are you speaking out to this? Like, do you have it? What's happening? <laughs> now I understand. I see the connection why he's speaking out on it. And when you will watch the movie, it's like I think oh, the no. guy the, the director who, who did it like really found such a good way to talk about that subject, which is, I'm going to talk about dementia, but from the side of the person who has it. And I'm never going to watch 
like I'm never gonna uh, show an opposite view like from the other people there. It's only yeah. gonna be from the person who has it. And this makes me like it makes you feel anxious and like lost yourself. Like you have to do like this kind of sanity check during the movie. Wow. Yeah. Shit, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Fuck. I need to watch it. Yeah, definitely. All right. Cool. Should do. Is there another uh, movie at the Oscars where you're like, ah, eh, they might win? Promising um, Young Woman? I, I think Promising Young Woman is going to win uh, Best Screenplay. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, so come good. on. Like, yeah. that story is insane. <laughs> it's just like you watch it also a roller coaster but like just it plays so much with your expectation and then it's always like nope it's this and now it's this and now it's this and then it's just like wow such a cool movie so i really hope this one win uh, best screenplay um and then i i was not i i i watched uh what's uh, Sound of Metal, and I watch the I Trial of Chicago Seven. Yeah, both very solid movie, but that did not, especially uh, the Trial of Chicago Seven, which is just a very cool movie, but not really into the art form of a movie. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just a very cool story yeah. that is being told, but it, there's no like interesting shots or like. Yeah. It's just like, I, I don't have image of that movie anymore in my brain. I just know that I enjoy it while I was watching it. It's a bit the same with Sound of Metal. Just like, yeah, it's it's cool. I, I, I like it, but not really Oscar worthy. Even though if we can say that the entire Oscar thing is maybe not. I mean, can you really what, put what into competition saying? art form? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, there's a little... <laughs> turn there i thought i was gonna go a different direction um <laughs> yes you can uh we've been doing it for 70 years now <laughs> apparently comparing movies <laughs> not a uh, not a big problem to do that oh yeah all uh, right yeah maybe i should uh, watch those movies on the list but now it's always difficult like if you, if the oscars have already happened watching the movies afterwards i'm gonna be biased if I know they won, you know? Mm -hmm. So I should have watched them really before tonight. Maybe I'm just not gonna... It's impossible not to check the results. Nah. Just right. watch a damn movie, man. <laughs> yeah, but now I have to watch Sound of Metal, Chicago 7, Marini's Black Bottom, and fucking The Father. What, is, what else is there to do? <laughs> eh, there's sun. There's a... Uh, we um, might play some tennis later. Oh. Hmm. Look at Cornelius Play being all white and rich. <laughs> Sunday afternoon, and then you're gonna play on the grand piano. <laughs> um, but eat some strawberries with cream. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, what sport are you gonna do today, Pierre? Uh, yeah, I right. did my uh, I did my workout this morning. Uh, what what's the workout? Ten push-ups and uh, two uh, chin-ups. Yep. Quite impressive, actually. <laughs> uh, no, I did a little, uh, a little stretching, stretching session. <laughs> stretching session. That sounds hard. A and John, Sean Connery joined me. <laughs> what did he do? 
we did our app session <laughs> together. <laughs> oh, nice. A little app session. Do you have that six pack? Uh, I have uh, I have nothing. Nothing? No. There's no like shadow even. It's oh, there's like... a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> if there is at one point in the day, if I place myself at the exact angle compared to the sun, yep. and the light strike, yep. you can see... And it's see, the right mirror. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't eat the day before, and, then, and I stand it's, like 10 meters away from the mirror, I have the best six-pack you ever seen in your life. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Like, I have two mirrors in my bedroom. In the one, I look amazing. The light <laughs> is perfect. I stand just right, like far away, uh, far away enough to to look really good in it. And then I move and I look in the other mirror, and I look like the fattest piece of shit, <laughs> <laughs> just like soggy and droopy tits. And I'm just like, what? What to believe? What should I believe? And then I recently asked uh, my girlfriend, like, which mirror would you say is the one that gives the more realistic, like, view? Of my body and then she checked like she looked at me in both mirrors and she was like yeah the second one <laughs> i was like fuck i'm a fat fuck Ooh, harsh. and then i actually um this week I, I visited my parents and they have like one of those scales that tells you how fat you are mm -hmm. and um i'm the biggest and the heaviest i have ever been what yes you i know I, you can't see it on me you can't tell <laughs> I look as handsome as always. But I started working out my legs and the legs have are big muscles, like big muscle groups, so they are heavy. So that's definitely a bunch and then well, who are we gonna like who am I kidding? Now I the truth, little, please. I, I got I got a little belly yeah. and uh I got a little you know, in German we call them the the, the Fuck, what's that called again? On a boat where you have like the ring that you Toss yeah. to the people that are drowning. What are they called? Life? Uh, wait, what? What do I? How do I not know that word? Uh, lifeline? Yeah. No. Yeah, but it's is it like life? Li Safety buoy, lifesaver. Lifesaver is the word. I think they just call it. Yeah, but that doesn't explain it. That doesn't capture the essence of the geometric shape of that object <laughs> yeah in french we say bouée, but uh, bouée. Bouée. but bouée is also like the thing that is just in the water right on top of the water the buoy buoy yeah but it's not a typical buoy can it also be like something else other than the ring um kind of the marker in the water so that you know how far out you're allowed to swim in the ocean and shit and come I back. guess so I have to I have to uh, study my uh, my <laughs> boat signal and <laughs> all right um what was i going to say so yeah i'm a fat fuck now mm -hmm. so this week i decided to to lose some weight and go back into my maastricht routine and eat a bunch of salads we are so in line that I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. This is you're a fat fuck too. This is my little victory of the week. Is that I'm start, uh, for now ten days. I I'm on a diet and I lost uh, my first kilogram. What? And doing more sport. 
Congrats. I'm, I'm still leaner than in Maastricht, but last year at the same time, I, I was really super fit. Yeah, you got uh, ripped, man. Yeah, and then I, I'm not... I would say, yeah, I'm I'm not there anymore, and I and I, I felt great last year in April, so I'm yeah. I want to go back to that uh, to that pier. Yeah, not, it's not difficult. It's <laughs> it's it's just like I think it's four kilos to to get there, and uh, I, I will get there. Yeah, it's not it's not too difficult. Also, you know what you have to do. There's a game plan. Exactly. And it's not like, oh, it's impossible to lose that weight now. I'm going to be 90 kilos forever. Yeah, like all the uh, good habits are already there. It's just like yeah. the bad one that needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> don't down. Maybe don't eat like a pig <laughs> once, you, uh, once you already had dinner. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, two beers and a full bag of chips kind of destroy all the sports and good. Every night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any huzzle, I mm -hmm. wanted to give you an update on the... Because I promised a car story. Oh, yes. So there's no car update. I didn't get there. Oh. Oh, uh, I was too scared. What? Oh, yeah. uh, I sent you some pictures just to prove that uh, they I saw exist. Them. It's insane. It's really weird. Uh, very strange, right? So I wouldn't be comfortable living where you're living right now. So... I have zero update for, about this, but I have another car story. What? That uh oh, even weirder. Oh. Uh, Friday or Thursday? I think it was Thursday. Thursday evening, I was walking along the river, minding my own business. As you do. When suddenly, I heard the most weird sound so almost like someone was shooting with like a semi-automatic rifle in the street just like horrible noise like super loud oh. i turn and what i see is this small car like some just like the, mo the most basic car you can imagine like cruising around like 50 60 kilometers per hour except that car didn't have tires anymore on its front wheels. So it was just like <laughs> riding, like driving on the metal, making oh. like huge sparks everywhere. Because the car was lowered, the front of the car was like touching the ground and there were like yeah. pieces coming out of it, like oh. random thing. Like the front bumper was like almost off. Jesus. And that car didn't stop. Just like continue its way. Didn't it like slide uncontrollably? No. It was just like in a yeah. straight. There were like two people inside. Like the, the windows <laughs> were rolled. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm I'm so curious because I was like, are they like, did they just like drive on this thing on like the thing that the police put to stop like the car of someone that they are chasing like what happened no. what's the story then the back the back tires would be blown out too right yeah I, I don't know or maybe not i mean we don't know we don't know what happens maybe the first ones kind of shoot it away and then the second one yeah i gotta say that shit doesn't happen in germany i don't know why like belgium 
seems to be the the country where you see that sort of shit. Don't be jealous. I am super jealous. There's nothing happening here. Dude, we got the curfew and you would expect at least like some people being like, fuck you police, we're not going to do that shit. And even police being like, yeah, we're not going to give them tickets. 9, a, uh, 9 p.m. comes, the city is dead. Everybody's inside. Mm. There's nothing. No like civil uh, unrest. Like no one is uh, revolting. It's just, that's just it. Yeah, that's sad. And we as the people have not yet gotten a thank you from the government, which is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I want my thank you. <laughs> yeah. And the police gives the tickets. Like if you're on your way home or whatever, you get that sweet, sweet 250 euro yeah, bill. Yeah, it was the same in Belgium. Yeah. That's ridiculous. The government might like the, the, the court might overthrow the... Uh, th that law because the last time someone did that in West Germany uh, he had a funny mustache and uh, <laughs> and did it to um, to not have people light fires so that British bombers would know where the cities are <laughs> that's uh, why it's <laughs> best description a man with a funny mustache of Charlie Chaplin I ever heard anyway yeah Charlie <laughs> Chaplin was really a monster in the German political uh, sphere <laughs> He didn't do much for the German people. He did nothing for the German people. Didn't speak. I can tell you now, Charlie Chaplin did not do anything for the Germans. Yes. Ever. Let's talk about this. It, it has to be said. <laughs> Finally. I don't know why people like him so much because he did that one weird movie. <laughs> yeah. It was very close to reality. Where he danced with potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> where he eats his shoe. Is that him? I think so. Probably. Gold Rush? No. <laughs> do you know, like, do you remember how lucky we were that we had this, like, one film critic guy that did, like, free lectures in the Maastricht? Yeah. Where we could go every week and just watch a bunch of old movies and he would tell you about it. So it's lucky. It was the best. It It's yeah, from a different time. Yeah. Like... It's so, so different. I want it now. I want this now. We were like, oh, what do you do this week? And we were like, oh, we have our film analysis lecture Thursday yeah. night, and we're going to go there. Half of the time drunk, but we're going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving after half of it, it's like, oh, let's watch a movie. <laughs> Do you oh, remember that we went to that crazy physician lecture, like Mr. Penrose? Dude, Nobel Prize winner, In Nobel sir... Dr. Penrose. Exactly. Yep, I do remember. And we were hammered. <laughs> we were drunk. Like, we were like <laughs> drunk as fuck. And we were like standing there. And that man is talking about like, just to Hawking summarize, <laughs> the black hole, understanding all the theory at the black hole is the foundation of the talk. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a given. Is it like, yeah. he starts like, well, you all know how the black hole thing works. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like weird shapes that you've never seen. You're like, apparently those shapes are very important in modern day physics. And we were just sitting there and there were like two minutes when he was talking about entropy. And we were like, we know that word. And that was it. We did not understand anything. And then in the end, there was like, do you have any questions? And we were just like, 
No one has any questions. They were like two people answering like, oh yeah, what about this, this, this? And he's like, oh yeah, good question because this and that and that. And we were like, what the fuck are those people? Well, we How do you know this? Literally looking at the slides and say like, this is very cool shape. Like I didn't yeah. see that shape before. Squiggly lines squiggly representing line. light. Yeah. And then he was like, now what if I tell you that I'm not, this model is not a squiggly line. It's actually a square. And then you could hear the audience just gasp. Just like, <gasps> and we were like, mm, I guess. I guess yeah, sure. <laughs> yes. Ro ro Roger, make it a bit more clear, please. <laughs> Can you imagine if we had just sit in like front row and be like, I don't get it. <laughs> Can you explain it a bit more in depth? <laughs> What's the backstory on this? I don't know. The thing is, I heard him like on a podcast for one and a half hours he's talking and like he talks about understandable shit he has like all those philosophies um and and uh things he he he, he wants to uh, uh what's it called kind of like further physics and stuff and you understand it our lecture was full-on technical 100%. theoretical physics yes where there was nothing you could relate to if you didn't study that subject there, did you also have this feeling sometimes that especially regarding like uh, physics and mathematics, like the s simpler that the equation looks, the more difficult it actually is to understand. Like he, he showed us like equation that supposed to explain the entire universe, which is like basically like three letters it was like A equals B and then the weird sign that you've never seen in your life. And then you yeah. have to watch that equation for like two hours. And it's always like, say, see, exactly like I show in this equation. Well, it's like, <laughs> it's pretty like, easy, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't even know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is M? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. show me numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Can't explain that shit with numbers, except for a little two on top of one letter. <laughs> Squared. And uh, Yeah, and, and it's very yeah. important. Very important that you square it. Otherwise, it makes no sense. C can you tell the audience of this pod podcast uh, how the first impression impression you made to one of our teacher of data science in Maastricht when she showed us like uh, equation with like uh, uh, Greek letters? Uh. <laughs> All right, I'm a bit dyslexic apparently, <laughs> and you did. Regression equations or linear linear regression equations very easy to like so it's just like oh man um, <laughs> the point is you can have equations and if you use Greek letters in those equations I'm gonna have trouble understanding them. Mm -hmm. As opposed to if you just did like A, B, C. So if, what, if did, the, what did you ask the professor? <laughs> what did I ask her? I don't remember. Well, you told her like you were going to like, are we going to have like these Greek letter thing? <laughs> In the exam? <laughs> yeah, or something like this. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said like you're going to have a hard time if we I keep using these Greek letters. <laughs> I don't remember saying uh, exactly what I said. But yeah, man, it's easier for me if it's ABC instead of alpha, beta, and... Uh, first first class. I don't even know. First, Gamma. First hour. 
<laughs> yeah, she just looked at me like, oh, you're in the wrong class, boy. <laughs> Why don't you do the, the PowerPoint one, the PowerPoint class? <laughs> Wait, I have a huge déjà vu. Did we talk about this exact same thing in the last podcast? Maybe not. No. Okay. No. No, we didn't. So, yes, uh, getting Maybe drunk and going to a very n difficult lecture to understand was was the life back then. Yeah. Oh, so good. But also, we only lived on like 400 euros a month, so... Hey, Amen. Do you want to go back to that? No. Nah. Actually, maybe. No? Okay. Well, I actually, I think I'm... Yeah, I can too. PhD? Definitely. No. Yeah. I, I don't Study want... Study some I shit. Yeah, maybe... No, actually, actually, actually no. Shit. I don't. I don't want to. I'm good. What? Nah, Forever? Nah. No, I Never, want, but not ever. not have to do like assignment for other people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you do with work right now? That's all you do. I'm getting paid. Yeah, PhD people get also also get paid. Yeah, I'm not smart enough to do a PhD. Mm, that's not true. Thank you. You've seen people that gotten their PhDs. Eric. <laughs> no, Eric is uh, pretty smart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's not, uh, that's not uh, the person I was referring to. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, can I change completely the topic without any segment? Segway. Segway. Can I change the segment without segway? <laughs> yes, you may. I stumble upon a little website that uh, Pornhub. Pornhub. <laughs> what? Never no. heard of it. Um, that website said that it's. You probably already know it. That um, there was this kind of psychologist who made a list of like. 32 question to ask someone else that you're gonna make you fall in love with that person oh, like if I you answer like that, if yeah. you answer those 32 or 26 i don't know how much or like how many there are like you're gonna fall in love with that person it's a multiple of six definitely yeah um it's 26 not is not a multiple of six anyway no. <clears throat> neither is 32 <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so stupid 36 was you said in the beginning you said 36 that's how i got to it yeah sure i'm not full on stupid anyway i, I, I read the i read the list and uh mm -hmm. I'm, I, I want to ask you one of these questions just gonna only ask you once Ooh, because i that's don't dangerous I, yeah i'm gonna fall in love with you <laughs> we have to be careful here like oh, whatever yeah. we do we have to make sure that we don't do the full the full list anyway i think this one was pretty cool if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Um, so that I would be happier now or that I, that I would be more successful now? <laughs> I have a bunch of answers to that. Overall, happy childhood. And most of the stress that I've gotten was because of myself and 
my anxiety. But that's probably the thing I would change would be like, well, someone should have taught me how to deal with anxiety. Uh, because that didn't happen. And not to any fault of my parents or anyone else. Uh, how can you see that someone has anxiety if they don't talk about it, right? So, But this thing kind of like pushing my self-confidence that would have been nice when I was younger. And I don't know how, probably by like encouraging me to do something that I was good at. My parents were not like, you know, eager parents. They weren't like, oh, you have to swim now. And now you swim five five laps and and become an Olympian or something like that. You know, like that should never happen. So they were super chill. They would always ask like, do you want to do that? And then sometimes I would be afraid of doing that thing. And I would be like, no, nah, I don't want to. Yeah. Like, for example, there was um, uh, a play that I did in high school for the like for the whole school and it went really well and i got like a lot of uh, praise from the people after like really positive so my parents were like do you want to go into theater and i was like no but what i wish would have happened was them being like okay you're really good at this you should try this out for like five times and see if you like it mm -hmm. i would have that would have been you know nice but other than like that would be something yeah that would be something i would change probably and um like when you say about dealing with anxiety would mm. your parents like sometime like ask you just like hey corn how how you feeling today like no. would you <laughs> no but do you think that would have helped like would you have opened up like say like no, hey, hey buddy like is everything all right no because the whole setting was like Uh, I wanted to impress my dad and uh, my dad was only impressed if we were kind of like tough and mentally stable, you know, so. Mm. Or at least that was my feeling back then. Okay, yeah. So how, what could they have done to help you with that? With anxiety? Yeah, oh my God. specifically. I feel like I'm falling in love with you, Pierre. <laughs> oh my God. Um... Specifically, yeah, just something encouraged me to do something that I'm good at. So I would have a thing that I'm good at, you know. I didn't have a fallback. Like, I was so worried about everything, about how, what people thought of me, that if I had something that gave me confidence, I probably wouldn't have worried as much because I'd been like, oh, well, I still got that one thing that I like to do. Yeah, maybe less being less pragmatical about something, but just have this kind of, okay, we believe in you. Like, you, like you are missing amazing at theater just do your thing like we yeah, would have probably been nice okay and amazing at theater is a bit of a long shot because i only did one play and that yeah but out. that's what our parents <laughs> are for it's just to yeah you know say like you're you're the fucking best you can yeah. do it son little little oscar winner <laughs> yay oh no i was nominated in the same year as chadwick boseman <laughs> i'm not gonna win an oscar okay well i think it's a good uh, it's a good answer what about you Well, mine is exactly the same. Not about anxiety, but the second part you said is like being pushed a little bit more into like mm. doing all the things. And like my my parents would like ask me like, oh, do you want to do that? And I would be like, mm, no, I think I'm fine here. <laughs> and then yeah. we're like, all right. Where I think we, just, we didn't take risks, did we? We were just like, ah, it's all good. Yeah, you're laying in your bed right now. Of course it's all good. <laughs> And I think maybe it would have been nice to 
Yeah, just like my parents would just say, like, no, nah, well, you're going to do that. I think you're going to enjoy it in the long term. Like, right now, it's, it sounds not that good, but you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and I think that would have helped with social skills <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a start. Because uh, I was always with my brother and we just, like, play the two of us. And we're like, yeah, this is, like, exactly what I want. I don't want... Why would I like to be, like taken away from my home with all my toys and like stuff I like to do and playing my brothers there to be put with like with people that I don't know doing an activity that I don't like I don't know if I'm gonna like or not like it's just mm -hmm. like it's just like this is good this is I don't know and my parents should have just said like well you're gonna do it anyway <laughs> you do it like as, as you said like you're gonna do it a bunch of times and then if you don't like it then we will reconsider but we are not risk takers, are we? No. By nature. I think now I'm I'm better with that. Like But it's usually a very calculated risk though, right? I don't know. Depends uh It's a good question because it depends how you feel about what what is considered as a risk. Yeah, and for us, probably, like, the easiest shit is risky. And then other people are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, we're risk takers. <laughs> uh, I would say that we both challenge ourselves. Uh, we do this regular checking in our life to know, am I at the spot that I want to be right now? And if... And if we think that it's not the case, then we take action, which means taking risky or like uncertain decision. So I think in that way, this is good. But as you said before, we're not going to make like, we're not making crazy move. Like we say like, oh, I'm ending this and then we'll see what happened tomorrow. Like, don't think we are, we are like that. So it's, it's yeah. calculated, but... I think we managed to take risky decision when it's worth it. Yeah, we've probably gotten more into taking risky decisions recently, but then you cannot, like, right now, the past year, not a time to do risky shit. No. <laughs> not even, like, not, a, not even is it not a good time to do risky shit. You cannot do risky shit. Tonight at 9 p.m., Cornelius, <laughs> go out of your place. Yeah, and you do a lap, and then you just come just back, run around. Yeah, you just run around naked. and scream and naked. Naked. Yeah. <laughs> naked part is very important. <laughs> like that, <laughs> sir. Co cock flapping. <laughs> Maybe you can avoid paying that two hundred fee because you're out after the curfew, but you're still naked outside. You're gonna pay yeah. that one. You're going to jail, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, public nudity. Is it not allowed in Europe? I mean, you have nude beaches. There you go. Yeah, but nude beach, uh, I think it's under uh, very specific. Uh... Anyway, let's not go yeah. to that topic. It's it's pointless. Why? <laughs> you want to talk about the legislation surrounding nude beaches? Yes. 
All right, let's go for it. Ah, uh, <laughs> no, I don't want to. I was bluffing. I'm not that kind of risk taker. <laughs> yes. <sighs> if, Pierre, I got a question that is kind of related to what we talked about before we started recording. Um, would you be fine <laughs> with having a threesome? <laughs> the, the situation is the following. You have a girlfriend... And you know another couple, and your girlfriend kind of put into place a threesome with you and the girl from the other couple. Mm -hmm. And that boyfriend said, you know what, you can have that threesome, it's fine with me. So you, Pierre, get the threesome with your girlfriend and that girl from that other couple. But then the boyfriend says, well, the condition though is that... I get to have a threesome after that with your girlfriend, Pierre. <laughs> Would you be fine with that if you really, really, really wanted to have that threesome with your girlfriend and that other girl? <laughs> yeah, you you are setting the, the, the parameters yourself, which is a bit unfair. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, uh, first question. How well do I know that couple? Like, Are they my good friends? Is it you... <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, re <laughs> I really want to fuck your girlfriend, Pierre. That's how I'm telling you publicly. <laughs> um, no, it's not me. It's uh, it's not a good friend. It's not people you see too much, but like every now and again, you have the same like circle of friends, sort of. All right. Okay. Um, you can ask more questions if uh, the parameters are the problem. <laughs> <laughs> mm, no, I think I have my answer. Okay. You're going to find that answer boring, but <gasps> I take... I take uh, Risk taker. Yeah, exactly. I think to start with, I would be very uncomfortable having a threesome, regardless of the situation and the parameters. I think I, I don't know. I don't feel I would be comfortable with this. The, I think the only time that a threesome might happen is like this kind of completely unplanned situation that arise out of the blue. It's like, oh my God, this might happen now. And then it happens. Maybe. And then maybe I will enjoy it. Maybe I will chicken out and say, like, oh, I don't know. But I think this entire planning, okay, I have you and then you can have my girlfriend. Like this entire planning in advance for me is already a deal breaker. Like I don't want to, this is not, for me, it will not happen. Like I cannot even think about that question because I cannot say like, all right, so next week, 30th <laughs> of April, we arrange a threesome. Uh, who started? You or me? Like, no, it's not, it's not going to happen. So that's my, my boring answer. So the answer is no. You wouldn't do it? No. Okay. Would you be cool with that other guy fucking your girlfriend? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> ah, just do it. I don't care. Not for me, but enjoy. <laughs> Go, tiger. <laughs> just like a little clap on the butt. <laughs> a little slap. Like, <laughs> you go, boy. <laughs> oh, that's an all right answer. 
All right, what's yours? Fuck. <laughs> oh, you would go for it? <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I'm probably too jealous in that setting. Mm -hmm. Like, I've, I feel like, all right, I could do it. I could do the act and I could let it happen. But then when it happens, I'd be all like fidgety and nervous. And then afterwards, I would blame my girlfriend like a dick. And then. Yeah. What, what if the couple, the friend couple, were. Uh, a lesbian couple, two girls, but same sitting. Then I want to watch. <laughs> Am I allowed to watch? <laughs> no, she. Will, but they, they will tell you, okay, you can have a threesome and then the girlfriend of that girl is going to have your girlfriend and have a threesome, but you're not there. How weird is it that I would say, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Just like, just when, there's a dick, just when there's a dick involved, I'm like, nah. <laughs> what that's so weird isn't it and then you realize that after that event <laughs> your girlfriend oh. seems to be disappointed in you <laughs> and everything like so like eh, it's not the same as that time <laughs> so corn like what you do with your tongue it kind of it works but also you could do better like and when i say better i mean way better like it could be so much better <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, how? I discovered an entire new world, <laughs> a whole new world. <laughs> yeah, I turn women into lesbians, that's not by your, design. That's in your CV. <laughs> you know what's not in my CV? No, that's an inside joke for you. <laughs> what you will never see on my CV. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so the threesome question is done. Perfect. Check. We talk about oh, everything good. on Little Victories. Oh, yeah. Now we're going to go back to questions we had in the first episode. Pierre, what's your favorite fast food? <laughs> Yesterday, are I made you more my own of a pesto. Beach? <laughs> <laughs> are you more of a beach person or a mountain person? <laughs> Did we talk about favorite fast food? Uh, we did not. Aha! I knew it. I just want to bet. Uh, what's what's my your favorite fast food? Yeah. Mm. You can say American places too. Well, the thing is, I'm really, I'm, I'm really into fast food, but I never go there. I'm, my knowledge is very limited. <laughs> um, it's weird. So, in I terms of, in terms of like burger and stuff like it's probably like gonna be i don't know shake shack or something like this but what i want to say is that i really like the concept of chain food restaurant but not just for burgers for bit everything i this like i like this concept of i just want to eat out but i don't want to have this kind of sophisticated restaurant and like unknown you can go to that thing that you know that they have the things that you already like. It's a different concept that we don't have really here in Europe. And I think, and I know this is, I know this is not good. Like it's not nothing fancy, but the Cheesecake Factory, man, in the US. Like you have a menu which has like 100 items on it. It's ridiculous. It's like, 
gonna be prepared the exact same way every time. There's a cheesecake factory in every city, and sometimes you just want to go to that cheap place that's gonna make you a nice cocktail at the start. You can have like all sorts of kind of interesting like appetizer and entree, and then you can have this like very fatty pasta dish or something else, and then have that cheesecake for, for dessert. You're going to have an amazing time. The service is going to be fast and reliable. At the end, you're not going to be surprised by the uh, by the price you're going to pay. And you're just have, going to have a good time. We had that in Maastricht at that South Korean place that we would often go to in front of the train station. I don't remember the name of it. But I feel like this this was a bit the same spirit. You know, you go there, you have a very extensive menu, everything is good, everything is delivered fast. You know that they probably cut some corners somewhere, but you cannot really say it where <laughs> when you... Rats in the soup. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good. Like, you can, like, just order a cocktail to start, and it's going to be good, it's going to be cheap, and you don't have to worry about, like, oh, wh where's the where's the trick, you know? I like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> uh, first, I have a question. Why is it called Cheesecake Factory? Do they do like different types of cheesecakes as a dessert? Or what? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But they have like, but so they do like different cultural cultures of food for the main courses. So they do like Italian, French, Indian, yeah, you, uh, Chinese. Not, not too sure about. Hmm. I think so, though. I think you can order whatever you want. Huh. Interesting. Um, have you ever been to IHOP? No. International House of Pancake? No, I've never, never been there. They do uh, different types of pancakes. Ooh. Is that Belgian, your favorite fast French. food? No, not at all. Dude, you know I'm not a sweet tooth. don't have a sweet tooth, really. What about chicken waffle? Oof. Now that is probably the least sweet you can go when eating a waffle. And uh, yeah, I fuck with that. There's a place in uh, London. It's not a fast food place. It's called Duck and Waffle. And they do the same thing, but with a duck <laughs> instead of a chicken. And um, it's more, but it's kind of like high class. And it's really good. It's really tasty. They have some good combinations. My favorite fast food, I had Shake Shack, and it's really good. I would prefer it over most burger joints. Um, but Five Guys right now is probably my my favorite. It's the smash burger type uh, potato bun. Ooh, that's just really good. But I've never been to In-N-Out, and I feel like In-N-Out would be would be the the, the place that I yeah, I've never been to end up going if I had it. Except they're really like crazy religious. Uh, kind of oh, it's the thing where they put like this kind of little religious Psalms. sentence uh, yeah. on the bottom of your Coke mm. and stuff like John that. John three sixteen. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, it's, eat uh, that burger. <laughs> all right, sect, <laughs> <laughs> crazy fuckers. What religion would you be joining? It's <laughs> <laughs> a quick question. Um. I would like to, I don't know, a religion that put the human in the center of everything and not something external. 
like Buddhism. The, yeah. So Buddhism sort is of, my answer. Like the mind. Yeah. Uh, Something that you like. It's a. It's it's a faith, but it's a faith in yourself. Yeah. It's a self-improving faith instead of like giving the control away. Yeah. Yep. Something like True. that. And then you you are the sense of community that helps you uh, achieving these goals or like this uh, improvement. But but sometimes you hear th shit about Buddhism. Like it's like there's a lot of... I don't like rules. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes Buddhism can have can have a lot of rules. I don't know. I don't know nothing about the subject, but like, I just don't like rules in general. Like I don't like someone yeah. saying like this is how you should do it. Like even yeah. when I do the, like I'm doing a lot of stuff right now. Like I'm doing like meditation. I'm doing stretching. I'm doing workout. And then you have like all of these guys that tell you like this is how should be the perfect morning routine. I just want to say like stop. Just. I just want to pick the little thing that works for myself and like make it my own. But like this entire movement of like self-improvement, I think can be so bad when you just like, just when you scroll Instagram, like this, like I wake up at five 30 every morning. Well, it's good if it works for you, but don't say like how it like change your life and like make it so, so much better. Like don't create this dogma about, how you should live your day it's yeah. always something bad <laughs> even with yeah. meditation which is good but sometimes like people are so obsessed about it and say like well i start my day with like 5 30 and like this breakfast and then meditation and then workout and then at seven i'm the most productive i've ever been like yeah I, do you want to be a robot, like a, some kind of like a, a good product, or do you want to live your life as a human being? You know. <laughs> mm, yeah, true. But actually, uh, I think we talked for an hour now, so that very that's a good segue into the little victories category. Yeah, and indeed. you already <laughs> you already talked about it uh, a little bit earlier. So uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I spoiled mine in the beginning, but okay. I wanted to say that, yes, I lost one kilogram in one week because I want to shed some weight. Yes. Uh, and I use now this calorie counter app. Really? You just record what you eat. And I have yeah, to say that uh, <laughs> I'm not too much interested in the fact that being precise in the number you pushed in. Um But the thing is cool is like you become much more conscious about what you eat because usually when, you know, you go in the kitchen, you can just grab something and just put it in your mouth and then say like, oh, I have to record that. Oh, that actually has calorie content. And therefore, it's not really about the amount or like, oh, I'm going to be precise. Oh, yeah, I ate this type of cheese or this type of bread. This one has 10 more calories. Yeah. If you want to spend a full day just on this, you can. But I think which is cooler is that, oh, you become say like, oh, yeah, this is an intake in my body. Like I'm be being conscious about it, which I think is super interesting and apparently working. Yeah. The other thing that I noticed is that I told you this before, but this has always amazed me is like once you start cutting snacks, chips, all the thing that tastes great 
the thing that usually tastes bland tastes better. Like, mm. I ate a carrot this morning. That carrot, <laughs> like, had so much taste. Like, when you eat a bag of chips during the day and then you eat a carrot, that carrot is like, it's like yeah, this is, I don't know, it's just, like, so bland, like, so watery. But once you cut all the extra sugar and the old extra fat, like a carrot is like candy. <laughs> mm. You know what I noticed that one on? Tomatoes, like cherry tomatoes. I could snack a cherry tomato like, uh, I don't know, I like like chips because it's, it's juicy and sweet and tasty. Yeah, but you don't notice it No. if you have a full plate of nachos. Yeah. Just before. And he said, like, oh, yeah, now I'm going to eat a tomato. No, fuck that. This has fuck no taste. Fuck that tomato. <laughs> yeah, true. What's so your cutting out little, snacks, huh? Yeah, cutting out snack. Uh, and not, not restri restricting myself in terms of, like, when I'm doing a meal. Like, I don't really think too much about it. I just eat the way I do. It's just, like, no more alcohol, no more snacks, and eat as much as I want during like lunch and dinner time yeah and it seems to work like i'm in the right amount of calories intake yeah perfect um and my little victory is similar i went running every other day uh last week oh nice so uh got down a bunch of kilometers uh in, during the week and uh it was not at all a motivational problem like i wanted to run each time so like so badly i even did longer longer runs than i usually do not too much long like not much longer usually i do like a seven and a half and this time it's like eight and a half but uh just every time just noticing how i want to run more and um that was kind of like a very motivational push for me because usually i have to make myself run And then I, afterwards, I'm happy. This time, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Now I'm going to go for a run, like a dog. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's get out. <laughs> and then run. And doing the run, I was like, all right, let's run some more. Nice, nice, nice. Very controlled also. Not too fast because uh, I'm also uh, trying to lose some weight. And um, the best way to lose weight is not to be like in a cardio heart range but in the kind of like fat loss heart range was which is a bit lower than the cardio heart rate so i'm trying to get that level always of my pulse and um yeah that's my little victory the, the good similar. weather also very uh oh, the know, best helps a lot yeah like before oh, yeah. you say like yeah it's raining but i'm still gonna go for a run and now it's like it's sunny outside i want to go outside i just might yeah. run <laughs> yeah exactly why not Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. keep this good habit for next week. Yes. Then, I didn't uh, stretch every day like I did the week before that. I have to go back to doing that. But uh, my back is also feeling better. So my it happens. Stretching update. So I stretch every day for 20 minutes. Uh, every 20 minutes? 20 minutes every single day now. Wow. So I'm a bit addicted to stretching now because I can start feeling improvement. Like, nice. I was not expecting this so quick. Like, it just feels good. And I went running yesterday and I had much less pain in my uh, mm. joints and, like, muscles. Like, felt less cramped. And 
I think I'll be able to touch my toes in one month. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Do you have like in uh do you do it with like instructional videos on YouTube or I watch the same video of the same woman every morning. I think yeah. I know it by heart. It's just that easier for me to follow along. I could do it on my own. It's just easier to follow along if there's someone doing it in front of you. And uh, it's a 20-minute video? It's a 20-minute video. And I don't know. It's just like I feel like there's no waste in that 20 minutes. You know, it, all of the move, I can feel like it's doing something. There's just like one or two that it's too difficult for me. So I just replace it with something else that I also feel is doing something. And uh, the advantage of doing the same video over and over and over is that you can really measure easily your improvement. You say like, oh, two weeks ago, I didn't know how to do this. And now I can start seeing how I can get there, you know? Mm. Yeah. But it's been two weeks. Let's not go crazy. No, but it's a good habit. But it's is it a... Is it a yoga video or is it like a stretching instruction? It's, a, I think it's a bit hybrid. Like it's definitely, there's like yoga pose, but it's, here it's not much about like how you do the, the pose itself. Like the, like yoga is like reaching pose and holding. Here's like, yes, we're going to do yoga pose, but we want to stretch specifically this muscle and we're going to stretch it out. Mm. But uh, I might try yoga after that. Send me the video, please. And yes, try yoga after that. But you should really use an instructor. Like, otherwise, it's it's weird. Yeah. You might do too many mistakes. And I'm not meaning like you, but it's easy to do mistakes uh, doing yoga. I will be full like a pretzel and then be stuck. And it's like, help me, corn. Yeah, and I'm like <laughs> three hours trying right away. It's actually only one and a half or two hours, maybe. Yeah. All right, dude. Oh, my God. Sorry. One hour and 10 minutes. As always. <laughs> ridiculous. All right. Let's keep it Let's short end. then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end this. Corn, I love you. I fell in love with you. Me too. So many good questions. Uh, one specifically. We are Sunday, so I wish you a... A nice end of the weekend and uh, all the best uh, for tomorrow. Yeah, thank you, man. You too. Bye bye. Bye.